Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. Today we talk with guest Field to Freezer to learn how they're changing the process of meat processing. Howdy, and welcome to the Where to Hunt podcast, the podcast that connects public land hunting enthusiasts. Today is November 26, 2019. What is it? Tuesday? Did I say Tuesday? <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. Uh, but anyway, hey, guys, gals, thanks for tuning in. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to the show. This is a live listener call-in show. We broadcast live every single Tuesday night. Uh, 6 to 6.30 for Rut Club Radio. That is a special segment airing for the hunting season. And then uh, our normal program resumes from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. as we have usually a guest on and we get into a deep dive topic. So this week on the show, we bring on guests Field to Freezer to learn about what they're doing to change the process of meat processing. Pretty exciting stuff. Um, and, and also, it's the Wisconsin 9-Day Gun Opener um happening right now through the this next weekend so it opened up on the 23rd i was out didn't see anything but possum because you know i'm the okayest hunter and uh it was a good time good stories had uh i won't share the nickname that my dad got from the uh, diner we went to because i don't i think it's pretty funny but i don't (laughs) want to embarrass it too much anyway you know let's let's talk about the sponsor callouts real quick and i do mention again on the live broadcast but uh, I'll do a diet version now. Uh, if you want to go check out backwoodsgrind.com, they are, I don't know, just really, really, really good coffee. High quality, uh, robust, good, gritty flavor, um, strong coffee. It's the original pre-workout. Their website smells like coffee, so that's neat. But go to backwoodsgrind.com, enter in code W2HPODCAST, uh, and you're going to save 10%. All right. And then if you want to switch boots with us, I highly recommend it. Um, I just wish you could feel these boots. The feel, the consistency of their rubber is so much different than a regular boot. Um, it's 85% natural rubber. They're handmade. So check out Gumleaf USA. Um, so it's gumleafusa.com. And uh, watch the video on their homepage. It's pretty cool. They have a YouTube video too. But you can enter in code um, where to hunt 2019 for free shipping. If that doesn't work, let me know, and I can make sure that I get you the right code. But anyways, um, check those guys out, please. They're our sponsors. It means a lot to us. It means a lot to them. And, uh, you know, we choose our sponsors very wisely and selectively here at the Word on Podcast. So um, hopefully everyone's having a good gun opener in Wisconsin. You're having fun making memories. Uh, you know, we didn't get a lot of deer in our camp, but we definitely had a lot of fun, I think, still. And it's, it's hard when you don't get deer and you don't see deer to keep that mentality. But... 
I don't know, there's still something to it. Like you have to learn then to appreciate all the good of being in nature, being there when the woods wake up, being with your friends and your family, having that time to just kind of unwind. And for me, it really gets me back to neutral. So yeah, I feel pretty good this week. And it's a short week, right? It's Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Have a fun, safe, happy Thanksgiving uh, holiday. And you know, just to make sure in case I, that we didn't say it during the show, um, our guest today is Field of Freezer. We talk with Devin uh, and Matt. Matt eventually called in. He's the founder towards the end. So you're going to want to hear what he has to say too. But their website is field2freezer.com. Um, so you're going to want to start there and then they'll link to their Instagram. Their Instagram handle is um, at field2freezer. And it's not the number two, it's the word two. And they have a Facebook page with the same. They have a LinkedIn page. So they're Field of Freezer, comma LLC, but at Field to Freezer. So, you know, if you want to learn more, I would start at their website and kind of work out from there and just kind of dive in and, and poke around. We kind of cover some of the ways that they, you know, what their process and approach is, their vision, kind of how they got their start, et cetera. So um, really cool idea that seems to be garnering a lot of interest and for good reason too, right? This is a, a place that could probably use some technology and some help for all of us hunters out there and processors alike. Anyway, I hope everybody enjoys the episode. If you have questions, feel free to reach out. Thanks so much. Real quick, before we get into the interview, it's time for the W2H Rut Club Radio. All right, this is the Rut Club Radio. So we got a couple callers calling in from uh, the report on their gun opener success here in Wisconsin. And uh, you know, this section is brought to you by, or this segment is brought to you by Heated Hunts. So heatedhunts.com, they, create the, they created the Heated Hunt Scent Dispenser, which is a pretty cool contraption that you can hang from a tree branch, make a mock scrape, um, douse it down with whatever scent that you want, and then it heats up that scent and disperses it um, in a heated fashion. It's a pretty simple idea. It's pretty cool. It's very effective. The folks that use it seem to really love it and have some success. I've been using it, but I'm also the okay stunner. So uh, again, I need all of the, the help I can get. And uh, don't sit downwind of this thing if you can help it because you're going to smell it. I'll tell you that right now. I've done that on accident to myself and did it to a buddy kind of on purpose. So go check those guys out, heatedhunts.com. If you want 20% off, you can enter in code W2H podcast for 20% off of some of their gear. So definitely worth checking those guys out. Let's go ahead and get into the, the calls that we had. Hey, Dan, you're live on the Where to Hunt Rock Club Radio. What's going on? Hey, not a whole lot. That's the problem. <laughs> no shit, huh? Well, what the Were hell? You... I mean, I wonder, there's standing corn, I think, is a big problem. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that type of commentary. What, what's uh, do you think it's still standing just because the way it got super cold and snowed a bunch, and they just haven't yeah, got and, a good chance to deal with it then? Yep, in the wet fall, I think you know it just. I don't know. I checked my trail cameras on my property from last year, and the corn was cut on November first. Okay. I hunted all and day today. Well, here we are, and right? I'm almost still December. Over standing corn. Yep. Yeah, that's interesting. We were in uh, Prairie du Chien area, Grant County. And the campground we stay at, just like a trailer park, they were cutting the corn when we got there, like that night. Sure. And sure enough, that night, there were a bunch of deer in the field, right? Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But I, I wonder, yeah. were they, would they have been in that same field and, and would have even known it, right? If um, You would have never known it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. interesting. And where are you hunting for, for the opener? 
Or, or uh, Waukesha from? County. Yeah, Did North, you also shotgun only? Uh, depends on where you go. There's some areas that you can use rifles, but it's banned by some of the townships. So. Okay, and you didn't see much, huh? Uh, I saw. Uh, I, I've seen no bucks. I've seen a couple does. Uh, I even made drives with a couple guys uh, Sunday morning, and we did not kick up a deer, which is crazy. Mm. I mean, we we've been making drives crazy. for 20 years together, and we always push deer. And we go to the same you spot. You think you kick up something? You always push deer, and we didn't see anything. Man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, right, the numbers are down. So it's interesting. I wish, you know, hopefully more people will call in. I'd like to hear if we can get a real tone of what's going on. Because the next caller might be like, no, man, I saw 20 deer and I shot two. Right? Like, it just, well, right. it can be different. But well, I can tell you what hear... I've talked to around here is nobody's seeing deer, so. Interesting. Well, maybe we're two greedy yeah. years past. I know it was two years ago, out of the eight guys, we got eight deer. And uh, right. this year we had six of us and we got one deer, right? And we had to really fucking work for it, too. It didn't just, it wasn't like... We were all seeing them, and it was crazy. Some years it's been like, oh, my God, there's deer everywhere. Like, you know, we missed a yeah, couple right. shots, but we still got one. You know, <laughs> nothing. We yep. didn't take shots. No shots mm. fired on the opening morning from our group out of six Unbelievable. People. Ours either. Man. It's crazy. What the hell? That's the well, sentiment, huh? Well, the DNR tells us that there's a, a bumper crop this year, and I'm not seeing it. It's completely different than any other year I've hunted, and I've been doing this for 25 years. So, Yeah. Yeah, well, hopefully yep. they can, I don't know. I mean, it's what they do, right? They try to manage the herd, but yeah. I'm not saying I do any better, but something's going on. It's weird. Yep, is what it is. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Any hey, good, good stories? Luck, no, no good stories. We had a we had a <laughs> fucked up deer camp. We had a lot of fun, but, you know, it wasn't like it used to be, but, hey, we still made the most of it, so. Yeah, I hear that, man. Well, I'll let you go. So thanks for calling in. Bye, brother. Be well. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Brandon, you're live on the Where to Hunt uh, Rock Club Radio. What's up, bud? How's it going? You did hear correct. I did get a doe. All right. Um, Congrats. You yeah, got some meat in your freezer. Up and, Maybe not yet. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. It's in. I cut it up yesterday morning. Um, did you butcher it yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of work. I come from a family of farmers, so I grew up butchering and slaughtering pigs and cattle and all that stuff. So moving over to deer wasn't that big of a deal for me. You know what you're doing. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Takes um, me like freaking eight hours to do that. No joke. Uh, no, and it, it, it helps when you get friends that have deer, and I'm the only one that had one right now. So it was a solo mission. So, you, yeah, we had one of those in our group, too. It's just the one guy, my buddy Joel. That's it. And then no one else. So. I mean, the week's yeah, not over, but, fun. you know, our our camp right. went through the weekend. I was, out, I was out today in Waukesha on private land, uh, saw one spike buck run through at, like, 830, and that was okay. it. Um, yesterday, I was on some public land in McGuanago in Waukesha, and I didn't see anything. One of the guys I was with said he saw one small doe running around, but too far for a shot. And opening weekend up in Westfield, I was the only one that shot a deer. Um, I saw okay. four does that morning, no bucks all weekend. Where's Westfield? Uh, Westfield, Adams County. Okay. So central forest land. Got it. Yep, yep. So 
Yeah, yeah you guys oh, have wolves and, and bears up there, too. So, like, the predation is probably a lot thicker up there than, like, kind of where I go. Um, About on Sunday morning at about 7 o'clock, I had two wolves come through. And I saw those. And actually, the property owner was questioning if they were wolves or coyotes. And later on in the day, he pulled his pictures, and he got a picture of the two wolves on his property. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. And then... About an hour later is when I got my doe in the same spot. So, wow. I, mean, <laughs> it, 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 I don't know. To me, it seemed like I didn't hear as many shots fired around us. Mm-hmm. Past, but that's how I we felt, know. dude. Usually, it's like, I mean, you just hear it everywhere, right. and and it, right. man, I was like, wow, the woods seem quiet, and and it hard to know, but it seemed like there were more hunters in the woods than normal. Um, so I wonder, like, I don't, I don't have the, the numbers yet. I didn't look if we had sold more than we did last year as far as um, tags and licenses to hunters. But with that kind of pressure in the woods, I was super confused. Right. Usually it kind of keeps them moving around and you see something, even if it's not close or anything. But right. I didn't, I didn't well, see... Then, Anything on Saturday opening day, not a thing. Nothing, huh? Yeah. So just kind of slow going. It's a tough year. It's a grind. So now I'm looking. Yeah, at the I'm getting lots of. I'm even gonna go out tomorrow. Yeah, what's going on with the weather? People have been talking about that. Is it just looking like shit out there, or what? Um, the wind is supposed to get really bad. It's they're talking rain in the morning and. Wind building up to a steady 20 to 20 miles an hour with yeah. gusts Yuck. up to 40 or 50. Yuck. Yeah. Well, that's no bueno. Well, shit, man. Uh, I'm glad you got a deer. Too bad. How many people are in your hunting party? Three. It was just three of us. Okay. What? Well, yeah, I think I know all three. So um, three people, one deer. That's a better ratio than six people in one deer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I actually, the only other people that I heard of is uh, two of my friends were on private land in Waukesha County, and okay. they did a one, two, three count and shot at two bucks together that were fighting, but only recovered one of them. It was a nice eight-pointer, hmm. but it's fun. that's the only buck that I've heard of getting shot yet. When we stopped at uh, Pernat's uh, in uh, Johnson Creek on the way home to drop off the deer, my dad had to pick up a hide from a bow kill. And I don't know. They were filled up for the day. They they wouldn't, like, we were getting there, and they're like, we'll only take, like, eight more deer or something. And I was like, oh, shit. So we had to hurry and get our butts in line to make sure we'd make the cut for the day because they were doing 150 a day or something like that, I think. So, um, you know, going there, you wouldn't have realized. but Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. I dropped off my carcass at the dump site in Waukesha by the airport, and that dumpster wasn't looking very full. There, It looked hmm. like there was more roadkill in there than anything else. <laughs> well, good for you for doing that. I know we've had uh, Mitch Baker on in the past, and he talked about those dump stations. I got a head in my freezer. That I'm going to get I'm gonna get it tested. So actually, the one that my buddy got, I'm going to get it tested for CWD. Uh, yeah, I think the test. closest one to you would be the same as me is in Delafield. There, so there is one in Waukesha. There's a couple actually. One's in like 
like an office building or something. So I'm like, the the fuck? I'm not going to walk into this building with a deer head. It seemed confusing. I would. Like, it's a sweet number and everything. So I'm like, ah, what? (laughs) But a lot of of those places, I think they have little kiosks set up outside. Maybe that does. But the fact that they gave a kiosk number, I was like, Yeah. (laughs) You look at them, and it's an orange box with a freezer next to it. And it's got everything you need to do it. Well, they have okay. Well, that's interesting. So they're, I guess the uh, what was it the party with the pig people, um, deer, Maple Creek yeah. Processing, they're doing it. Yeah, they have a DNR guy there that'll do it. So, um, yep, I've been there. Before. Right, and they have the hours listed. So, yeah, I yeah. stopped by the one in Delafield, and you pull up. I think it's one of their county buildings where they keep trucks, and it's just a box with a saw okay. hanging on one side and. You lift the lid up, and there's the paperwork and garbage bag, so you can cut the head off and drop it in the cooler. Oh, you drop the head off? Okay, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I guess I haven't been to one I yet, so I don't really know what to expect. Maybe yeah. I get any damn deer. Yeah, well, hopefully you will. She's not over, but, you know, my wife's about done with me hunting, and I'll blame her. <laughs> yeah, no. I didn't do yeah. an out west trip this year, so I told my wife I was taking the week off, and she's giving me free reign as long as I'm home at night. So there you go, she's rock on, man. That's cool. Yeah, no different than I like go work day then at that point. But hey, man, thanks for calling in. I'm gonna wrap up this segment. If you want to jump back in at seven o'clock, we'll be uh, live with our guest, Field of Freezer. So it'll be a fun episode to hear what they got going on. But um, right. I'm glad well, you called good. in. To- talking to myself. Good to hear from you. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. I'll talk to you later. All right, later. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into our interview. Ruck Club Radio, uh, I think there's a lot of people that are still at deer camp without cell coverage. Let's just uh, blame it on that. But thanks again for all the callers. I'm going to change up the winning structure because, you know, I haven't been doing every week. I'm sick. Then there's gun hunting. Um, So we'll do a big announcement at the end of December. I'll capture all of the callers, catalog them, and we'll do a a spinning of the giant wheel. So uh, stand by for that. And thanks again for everybody that calls in and listens. I appreciate it. Reviews, ratings, that all means a lot. But uh, let's go ahead and get into our interview. Take a breath. All right, guys, what's up? This is uh, Eric Clark with the Where to Hunt podcast. You are watching live if you are watching. And uh, I don't even know what episode this is, 108 or something. So thanks for coming back. If you're at deer camp, settle in, crack a bush light or whatever you're into, scotch, bourbon, you name it, throw it back and enjoy. Before we get rolling today with this show, I think you guys know the drill. I'm going to go ahead and call out our sponsors. So if you want to check out backwoodsgrind.com, this is uh, the coffee that your grandpa used to drink. It's got some real grit, some real caffeine. It is good stuff. Um, you can brew this in your house and wake the whole freaking house up. I always recommend go ahead and try out a sampler pack. If you do the three-pack, it's $7.99. You get the 10% discount by entry in code uh, W2H podcast. And, um, you know, there's a lot of good blends. A lot of good blends. The Sunrise is good. High Noon is good. Uh, Camp House, that's one that I like a lot in the Fireside. Fireside has got a real great flavor to it. So anyways, these guys are um, out of Mississippi. This is uh, more than coffee, right? It's a way of life, it says. And in fact, if you don't know, I don't, can you smell that, Kevin? Does it smell like coffee in here now? It does smell like coffee. It's freaking you know. weird. It's right? crazy. It's witness, right? And we'll introduce our guest in a second. So he's just hanging out for a moment. 
Um, we'll, we'll, we'll switch boots here. Look at this. Look at these boots, handmade from scratch. This is uh, 80% natural rubber, or 85%. I think it's 85%. Handmade boots. Uh, they're imported from Italy. And these are, I would say they're more comfortable than my Crocs, actually. Which And I live in my Crocs. For those of you that don't know, my dream in life is to have a decanter of scotch and drink scotch when I work and wear Crocs and a camel hat. That is like my goal in life. Um, my goal might be to wear my gum leaves all the time. And I actually wore them when I was raking leaves yesterday and stuff and kept my feet nice and dry because it started to rain and the leaves are super wet because I haven't done it yet. But if you want to save money on the shipping, you can enter in code uh, where to hunt 2019 um, If I'm wrong on the code, I will correct myself on the podcast version just because I'm in the moment here. So anyways, GumLeafUSA, GumLeafUSA.com. Take a look. And now... Um, our guest of the evening, Field the Freezer. So I'll bookmark this right here real quick and switch over. Devin is uh, with Field the Freezer. How are yes. you doing, that man? Good. How are you doing? Doing good. I'm glad you're here in the studio. Um, there are going to be, be a couple more of you, but they sent you, so I'm in luck. Yeah, absolutely. Can uh, ran into a couple issues tonight, and so glad to sit in and, and talk for him. So. Heck yeah, man. And so you're a hunter. I am. And you're local? Yes. I'm yeah. in East Troy. It's a Walworth okay. County area. Not to be confused with loco. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know you that well yet. Hopefully not. Um, okay, so you're a hunter. Do you hunt public, private, both? Um, so bow season, in the early part of the bow season, was a lot of public land. Okay. Trying to kind of figure that out. And first-time bow hunter, bought a bow late in the summer. So it was a lot of, like, shoot really quick, get ready for the opener. Not a whole lot of scouting. Just kind of run out there and be like, this looks like a good spot. Sit in a tree. Yeah, that's how you learn, right? And, uh yeah, didn't didn't get any success doing that at all, but it was a good time. Learned a lot. Okay. Um, and then later in the year, I got some permissions to hunt some private in uh, kind of Genesee Depot area. So Waukesha nice. County. Nice. You got permission. How'd you do that? Um, one of my neighbors and good friend of mine kind of put the word out for me. He's like, hey, he's a good guy. You know, he'd be happy to help out around here with, you know, stuff with, they just had that tornado come through. Yeah. So okay. So kind of cleaning up the property, doing all that. Yep. And he's like, yeah, man, absolutely bring him out. So. That's awesome. Got permission to do that. Saw a bunch of really good deer out there. They've got some really, really nice bucks running around, but okay. they're all smarter than me. Yeah. <laughs> so no. Yeah, no me, luck me there. too, man. It's uh gosh. It's a freaking grind. And as we've heard, the numbers are down this year, right? So twenty seven percent, right? Yep. So maybe you know, you don't have to take too much blame on that one. Yeah, that's all, no, on, no. all on them. It's the season. I'm a great <laughs> hunter. Uh, uh gun season's always private. Yeah, uh, first weekend we do Wapaka County. Okay. Big. That's the real serious weekend. Yeah. Uh, we really try to get after it, and in years past have had great success. And with you that. do do any uh, drives and stuff like that too, or very unofficially? You know, usually Sunday afternoonish. You look okay. Like, All right, let's let's do a little bit of pushing around as people progressively get out of stands. And sure. Just kind of plan it that way. Okay. Cheat and have a group text going the whole time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, something's coming your way this way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know where to hunt uh, at, maybe. <laughs> second weekend. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Perfect use. Uh, second week, can we go up to Vilas County? We've got some private land that uh, my wife's grandparents and Matt's okay. uh, grandparents actually bought years and years ago. Um, and it's great up there, but we kill a whole lot more bottles than we do deer, unfortunately. <laughs> That's how it should be sometimes, man. Oh, this isn't, I'm just trying to tag you guys in something as you're talking, but um, Facebook has a hard time tagging things. Yeah. We'll deal with that later. But, anyway. Uh, that, that's our big, like... Where's Vilas County? Um, Ish? North of Minocqua. So if you're familiar with Panaqua at all, okay. Or Presque Isle, Boulder Junction, uh, very north. 
You go anywhere north and you're in the UP. We're about 20 minutes from the UP. Oh, that's not far. Okay. So I used to hunt up there, Phelps, Curvis area. And then my wife's family, they're all from the UP in Menominee, Michigan. Okay. Yeah. So we're up in that, like kind of that, you know, northeastern part of Wisconsin, right on the border of Marinette, Menominee. It feels, it it feels like true hunting when you're up there. You know, you get those big snowfalls on all the tall pines. Yeah. You're just in the the north woods. That's the the big woods. And that's where you can get really lost. We talk about getting lost on small parcels and before we went live here. Yeah. That's yeah. where if you get lost, you might have some real problems. Yeah, there's always some kind of GPS going on up there because it's very easy to get turned around. And, and like, you want to bring a map and a compass. Oh, yeah. Because you know, that shit can fail. Your battery might die in the cold. And yeah. then you're like, okay, after... There was a time I remember actually using compasses and maps. Sure. And learning land navigation for real. Before and, my time, definitely in the woods. Oh, my gosh. That was the that was the stuff right there, man. Um, well, okay, let's, let's switch gears a little bit. So... You're with Field to Freezer. Um, yes. Maybe tell us about your role there a little bit, but you guys are very new. So we'll start there and we'll kind of um, elaborate as we go. Yeah. So very, very new um, as a company, kind of doing some general social media marketing, kind of business development type stuff for them. Mm-hmm. So stuff like this, getting out, talking to people, letting them know what it is, you know, spreading the word as much as I can. Um, but in terms of new, yeah, our website launched on Thursday, like, Thursday evening, I believe. Like, yeah, like the day so, before the opener. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's really, uh, you know, burning the midnight midnight oil on that one. And that garnered some interest from a couple of news folks. Yeah, yeah. So we had uh, JS Online did a, uh, or actually the Journal Sentinel in general, okay, did an article on us, um, which was really good. Biz Times did an article on us. Um, Fox Six reached out mm-hmm. on Friday afternoon and reached out to Matt. They're like, hey, uh, Matt, being our our founder. Yep. Um, he's like, hey, you want to do an interview? He's like, yeah, that sounds great. And I'm like, cool. Be in here at 10 a.m. on Saturday. Oh, well, that's, so, uh, that should be in the woods. But yeah. Okay. So he, he did it. Already you know, sacrificing. He, he opening morning and went and sat and talked with them. And uh, that, that seemed to have gone well. And we actually had uh, WTMJ4 reach out and they did an interview today. So that should be airing this evening. This evening. Wow. Hey, folks, don't watch this. Go watch WTMJ. <laughs> They're going to do a much better job. <laughs> We're just drinking scotch. By the end, we're probably going to be drunk. Right. So, okay. And so let's. Talk about, um, you, know, so you got this launch on the 22nd, like yep. right beforehand. I suspect then you guys have been very busy for quite some time building this thing and preparing for that launch. Yeah, absolutely. What does that look like? So, I mean, it was all kind of born from this idea, right? So Matt's sitting in line at a game processor one year after a more successful hunt than this one. <laughs> yeah. And is like, hey, you know, this is a long wait. This is really inefficient. We should do something here decides that he wants to put an app together for the whole ordering process. And that was probably three years ago. It became an idea. And then right around this time every year, the same conversation would come up. Like, we should do something else here. We should do something else here. And then finally this year, he's like, let's just, let's do this thing. So we came out with a quick landing page, kind of, you know, take a look at us if you're interested in us. We'll have some more information later. And then really, um, it's probably been like the last two months where it's been really like, let's get this website put together. Let's, Let's go crazy with this thing and do mm-hmm. it right. And, yeah, I mean, obviously launch the website. And right now with the website, it's not the whole ordering process that we want it to be. you got to start somewhere, man. you got to – and you guys have such a strong start. Yeah, yeah. So the idea being, okay, I'm in line at a processor. There's got to be a better way. Yep. I uh, relate that to Netflix of, uh, i got a late fee. There's got to be a better way never again. Yeah. Um, I mean, Netflix is a bigger market, but, hey – we can hope, right? <laughs> you're you're at a great starting point. So, what? Um, 
you know, there's probably a vision behind this too, but what is, what is the overall kind of vision look like for uh, the hunters, the people listening into this episode? So basically the concept is, is typically, you know, a lot of people are traveling for hunting as it is. So you've mm-hmm. got the long drive up there, long weekend sitting in the woods freezing, hopefully successful. Now you are successful. It's like, okay, I've got a deer. I need to do something with this deer. And a lot of times it gets to be, I don't want to call it stressful because it is exciting, but there's definitely some stress added when you're trying to figure out what am I going to do with this thing? Am I going to turn it into steak, sausage, you know? Yep. So you've, you've got a processor that you maybe use for a while or even worst case scenario, you don't have a processor okay. and you're, you're hunting a new area and you need to get this thing sent somewhere. Um, you'll now be able to go through, once the app is fully developed, do a search of processors near you, as simple as just near me, on my way home, or you can get really finite with it. So if you're okay. like, man, I really want some good hot Italians, you'll be able to search like, you know, processors near me with good hot Italians, you know, maybe not the proper oh my verbiage God. at all. So, so you'll that's, be able to... that's something because, okay, so my experience so far, mm-hmm. and I won't say their name because it, whether it's a good experience or bad, it's whatever, it's indifferent, but drop off the deer and it was suddenly it was like, hey, we're at capacity. There's only room for eight more. Right. Shit, hurry up, get in line. Yep. Get in line, right? Yeah, exactly. Talk about this. So I'm like, yeah, am I going to make the cut? I don't know. Um, no pun intended. And then here's your piece of paper. Yep. And now it's split-second decisions. What do you want? Like, oh, I don't know. Like, yeah. Is there samples? Like, what do I have? And yeah. it's like... How big is my deer? What's my loss going to be? Uh, yep. Rough idea here. No clue. No yep. clue. Completely blind. I only knew a little bit because I've been there before. So I have some expectation of what to get. Absolutely. So it was jalapeno cheddar sticks, jalapeno cheddar um, uh, summer sausage, and then brats, and then Can't get whatever here. you can do with the rest, steaks, yep. uh, roast, and then ground it up, right? Yep. And, but no, I have no idea... They tally it up. This is going to cost this much. Okay. Numbers are actually really reasonable. Um, so let me interrupt you. Yeah. I tallied up. You're blessed to have that because a lot of times we've gone to processors and it's like either you have a deposit or you have no deposit. Yeah. And it's just, here's your paper. We'll call you in a couple of days. And yeah. Like, well, what's this going to cost me? No idea at all. Sure. So with the app now, we will have pricing built in for, you know, what you're getting processed. So you have some so, calculators in the back end yeah. that are going to be able to so, spit up some sort of algorithmic. Right. Yeah. We'll be able to. Estimate deer size, um, estimate waste on the animal based on shot placement and things like that. Okay. Um, and then from there, you'll be able to go through this entire ordering process and kind of get an idea of, okay, this is going to cost me this. Um, to, to give the quick synopsis of how this works, you, you've now shot a deer, and instead of waiting in line, you've decided to open up your app. You've picked a processor sure. because they've got some real good hot Italian. Which, for the record, like. you have to open up your phone in most cases anyways yeah. to register your deer. Absolutely. Right? So you're already there. And now you get to go through and you're going to pick a processor that's, you know, convenient for you mm-hmm. or just something that has what you want. There's going to be reviews right on there. So instead of essentially wasting a year of like, okay, I tried this place, not what I was well, looking for. We did for. one place and they had, now this happened to my dad's deer, but not mine. So my experience was really positive. Sure. His was terrible. They oversalted the meat. Oh. And it was it was bad. I was like, no, I can't be that bad. They're like, mine turned out fine. No, right. No, no. He's like, no, no, no. Try. And I was like, oh, oh God, it was it was bad. Yeah. It was real bad. See, and a lot of these people, a lot of these places have... You keep going. Yep. Have zero online presence. So there's no way to really figure out what they have in the first place. Right. So this is now going to give you an opportunity to look at it, read some reviews, you know, take take it for what you will. Um, figure out what they have that you want, go through and you're going to be able to again size the animal, rough sizing, you know, large dough, large, large bucks. Sure. Small, and you, yeah. You'll kind of know. Yep. Um, 
And you can analyze that data as you get more and more and more of it too, yeah, right? Like absolutely. what does a large dough mean versus a small dough and how absolutely. people so yeah. we'll kind of be able to fine tune all that. Um, then you go right into ordering process. You're going to go through and it's, it's basically going to be a slider bar, right? So you've got a okay. 0% utilization on your animal and on our website, we've got pictures of all this as well. So you'll kind of be able to see. Some Maybe I should drawings. go there here. Let's, uh, Real quick, so we do have some sort of audience that are that are going to listen to this only, but sure, we have others that can actually watch along here. So I don't know. Are you able to navigate yeah, as there? Scroll down here. Okay. You can continue to scroll. Scroll a little bit more. So right here. This is this is what got we're it. At. Okay. So step one, we found a processor. Um, I don't know if you can just click through these. I think maybe no. No. That's okay. So this is like searching based on some of the things that you want, right? I want okay. good jerky, I want good sausage. Yeah, I want brats, I want snack sticks. Like, yep. You guys, well, you got bacon checks, so you did something right there, but. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to really finitely filter these searches. Okay. Um, so then also on each processor's page, we're going to have, you know, maybe a, like a hot item, something that's just had really good reviews, has done really well for them. Or you need the, to try this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're really well known like, for this. this is this is out of this world. Sure. It's very different. No one else yep. offers this. You yep. should give this a shot. So, so like our offer. style of sticks are different than, yeah, right. Absolutely. Interesting. So, you know, like I had venison hot dogs, my buddy Joel brought to really? camp. Oh my God. We, we just ate them. Like, look folks, we raw dogged. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, it was just that we didn't use ketchup, like no buns. No, it was just a hot dog, and that was it. And it was like I could really? do that all day long. It was so good. And so my wife is funny about venison, and she's had those same hot dogs. And sure. she's like, "Oh my god, these are amazing." That's fantastic. So like, I, he he got them in Green Bay. He only he drives to Green Bay for just that. No, because they're that good. So he'll well, make a two-hour trek, we'll right? Search. Yeah. Like, hey, who else has some hot, hot dogs around dogs. here? So yeah, um, that that's great. That's that's. So that's a good feature. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And maybe you want to drive to drop off some, if you're passing through a certain time, you're like, you know, let me grab some of my meat and I'll drop it off on the way, right? Yeah. Maybe it's, you know, summer and you have some in the freezer. You're like, let's do something with this meat that's just going to hang out of the wine. Yeah, we have a family friend hunts in, or lives in Illinois, hunts in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and always picks the processor on the way down because he comes up just for second weekend. Usually, if you shoot something first weekend, he usually pick it up at the end of the sure. second weekend. So Interesting. a lot of guys doing that traveling for hunting, obviously. All right. So what's our, next, what's our next step here? Create an account. Um, create okay. an account, for, yeah. Tell me we did that. Uh, payment payment method, so you guys have that in there. It makes it nice and easy. Yep. So type of game, this is a big thing. So obviously right now we are in the heart of the whitetail season. And yep. It's on all of our minds. Um, but there's other game that's killed out there. We're not just a Wisconsin. We're a Wisconsin-based company, but we've done a nationwide launch. So like wild pigs an option on there. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of that going on here. but We have feral pigs here, but I've yet to see one. So yeah. um, I don't know where they are. I think they're in the western part of the state. But like right down south, people shoot hogs. Like Yeah, absolutely. It's going out of style. They love shooting so, hogs. Same concept with that, you know, um, obviously elk, things like that. They're going to be on here. You're, you're packing those out. You're not dropping those off. Right. Home, but, um, yeah, so there's, there's, there's different But you might have that. elk meat that you want to do something with. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So you've, mm-hmm. you've now quartered it out in the field, and you're like, okay, I can either eat steaks and roast and just do that over and over again. Or if you don't want to put in the time to make all your own ground and sausage and everything like that, you're already going to a processor. Yep. Now you can find one nearby. And especially if you're traveling, too, you can already have this order placed. Let's say you're hunting elk, but you live in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You can pre-make your order, so by the time your flights land and everything like that, you can just hit them on the way home from the airport, drop it off like it's part of your trip already. That's great. And it's I almost wonder, and, and forgive me because this is what happens. I get really creative and I start going crazy. Um, but you know, early season is an interesting time for for whitetails. Yeah. If it's hot, so we're going to get that deer and they're closed. Do they have a drop off or yeah, something like that? Right. Full like, storage. I'll, that's going to be yes. listed on here. Okay. You know. Um, and unfortunately. 
the industry is changing due to CWD. So we're going to have some parts of the country that are requiring that your deer be quartered already, mm -hmm. you know, all that sort of stuff. We're going to have all that listed on here. What they require, do they require CWD testing? Do they not? Okay. So if you're, as these legislative things kind of come through that we're seeing yeah. with this disease, unfortunately, um, we're going to go right along with that. You know, we're going to have test sites that are listed on here. Mm -hmm. Um, your donation, you know, sometimes guys want to go hump. They don't like venison, but they want donations. So we're going to have lists of donation centers. I mean, yep. really just trying to anything you can do with your deer post kill, we want to be a part of. So that's beautiful. So we got whitetail, cow, pig, lamb, goat, moose, buffalo, yep. et cetera. Um, and now we're getting to this is what you're talking about. Yeah. So this is where name your deer. It's it's not trying to be cute, but if you have multiple deer, right? So you, you know, sure. You Maybe you have a hunting job. party, right? Exactly. Yeah. So time of harvest, gender, uh, whether you want to keep the high of the antlers. This the is going to get silly on you. Yes, absolutely it is. And you I, can I have expect some fun to see some very on. dumb names in there. Yeah, but the Sasquatch bus or whatever. <laughs> exactly. you know what I mean? Wait, did that buck make, make with a Sasquatch? No, no, he's just huge. Well, I think we're all kind of guilty of that you get some trail kind of pictures and all of a sudden it's like, that's such and such deer. Yeah, it you, makes sense to yeah. nobody else but you and your yeah. buddies, but it's it's part of it all, right? His name's Carl. Yeah. He had a great life. <laughs> exactly. What's the buddy? My buddy Joel tells a joke. So uh, he got a deer this year. And if I showed you a picture of it, let's just see. I can find it. Two seconds, people. Hang in there with me. So this, do, 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 do. Oh, where'd it go? Well, I thought I had a picture of it. Ah, darn it. Well, the joke is, how old is that deer, right? Sure. So everyone gives a very serious answer. It's got a year and a half. He goes, old as he's going to get. <laughs> every right. time people get it. They fall for it every time. That's fantastic. So I was going to try to do it on you, but I couldn't. Oh, no, definitely. So, okay. So, right. So you're going to name your deer. When, when, and, okay. I'm seeing this is what's happening. I'm going to myself because I feel like this could be good information even to pass on. For like the CWD stuff too, yep. maybe you know, absolutely. Maybe there's some connections there, but uh, whether it's been tested or not, you know, are, are you in a CWD positive area? Okay. Um, and we'll be able to collect data based on you know uh, location of deer's being shot and mm -hmm. if they're you know what's the CWD prevalence they like and stuff like that. So okay. Or for our end, but it, it's going to be neat to definitely look at all that. And then obviously damage areas is something big. Where'd you um, shoot it? Right. Good to so, know. Where am I going to find bullets? It looks like this guy was having a heck of a time. So he got, <laughs> got shot. Stomach and shoulder and the head, to, <laughs> the head to wrap it all up, I guess. But In the face. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, that that's going to affect, obviously, what your cuts look like. You shoot out one of your back straps, and that meat is going to drop down a little bit. Sorry, I'm just jumping around here. No, no you're all good. There we go. Someone said we got technical issues, but I think we've navigated it. So a little bit of a lag with the viewership of that. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, yeah, he had a rough day this year. Yeah. Very much so. That's good for the butcher, no, because they don't have that information now. Well, right, they don't. And this is going to calculate estimated loss, right? So if you need that rough idea of a rough number of poundage of, of deer, mm -hmm. now if, if you shot out one of your back straps, you you know shot it in the ass, you're, you're going to lose some weight there. <laughs> sure, so sure. That, this is important uh, to know. And it's going to be great going into it for the processors right away as well. Okay. Um, and I think the next one here is... So make sure we're all set here. Yep, no problem. Cool. So the next one is... So your preferred cuts, right? Um, Here we go. This is the good stuff, folks. Yeah. So what part of that animal do you want to keep right away? And that's mm -hmm. obviously going to get pulled off your overall weight. Okay. So I want to keep my straps, keep my rows, give me my tenderloins. Mm -hmm. After that, ah, I don't care. Figure it out. That's yeah. good to know right away. And we're all kind of doing that as we order our deer anyways. Mm -hmm. But again, it's this fast process on a piece of paper with a long line behind you. And you're just trying to rush through it. This will give you the time that, oh, 
pour a glass of scotch, kick back at the cabin. Yeah, and just, figure this out. What am I really in the mood for? Let yeah. me think through this a little bit. I know. Maybe that, get creative this year. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of times it's my uh, my mother-in-law will tell my father-in-law, like, hey, I really would like some of this, some of that. Can't necessarily do that in line, but now you can just be sitting there texting back and forth and just going through it at your own pace. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be gonna make it much easier and just kind of take- or like for me i'd call my wife and be like look go to this website i got a large buck yep hopefully that's what i got yeah can you just go through this and you pick what you want yeah absolutely and then, so she could do it for me yep. right and then i get there now she's happy because she had to say in it yeah. and got to pick what and she you'll needed. have that email with the qr code that the processor is going to scan and it's going to know your order right okay away. wow so we'll kind of get to that as we progress yeah through, no through that's really year. something i had a, a thought here but it, it passed so it'll probably come and hit me and the worst time i'll interrupt you but so you yeah. added your first year, estimated total weight. Obviously, we, we you know we're not going to ask. There's a, there's people. some assumptions here to get to that yep. number, right? Yep. And there's going to be some stuff that's a little more regional. Um, there's larger deer in this area of the state than there is in that, sure. or in this area of the country than there is that. So that's stuff that we're going to kind of have to work on. And again, as we see more deer going through this process, more game, let's say, uh, we'll be able to get more in depth and fine tune on what those weights are. Okay. You can add another deer if you want to go through that yep. again. With different Absolutely. Cuts. Okay. Cool. So now we're kind of getting into the juice of it with the ordering process. So this will be an individualized menu for each processor. This isn't just a general menu, but what their actual menu is. Okay. So again, those preferred or most popular things um, are right up top right away. Mm -hmm. What Um, they're known for. Yep. Kind of go through, okay, I want my sausages, want all that stuff, and just any of the actual process game. Can even list like what uh, what their cut is, right? Are they using beef or pork? Um, for any, if you want some of that mixed in, right? yep, absolutely. Okay. So a lot of times if you're getting a sausage, it's, it's definitely not just a ground up deer. They're usually putting some pork okay. fat in or something like that. So okay. you'll kind of be able to see what they use. And if you've got a preference, you'll know that right away. One of the thoughts I had now, you might not have the answer to this, but, um, there seems to be a lot of concern with folks with butchers, which is why I think a number of people that I know will butcher their own deer yep. and they'll tell me this is why I butcher my own deer because they're, they have a, I don't say it's a fear, but like a concern that they're going to get back parts of other people's deer. Right. And so out of all the processors that you've um, kind of taken inventory of, are there any badges or stamps that you put on their profiles that say guaranteed your deer, something to that effect where you know. I can't we necessarily have. Because maybe you could um, search via that as a right. filter criteria. Um, I know there's some processors that, you know, preach, get your own deer. And then there's other ones that are just like, no, we, we make We don't have time to do that, right? We don't have to do, yeah. And it's just going to be a blind. Deer's a deer's a deer. CWD, right. blah, 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 no matter. Well, right, so I've right. seen some that. I was actually where I went yesterday. I'm not going to name names here, but they asked you, yes, location of the kill, okay, um, whether or not it's been CWD tested. And for what I can assume, it would be that they're not going to mix non-tested with tested and stuff like sure. that for the meat. Afterwards. And some butchers do the testing there. Right? Yeah, absolutely. They'll set up a station there. So if that's something that's important to you, mm-hmm. that's going to be an option you can have. So you're not making those two stops. Like, well, here's a process that just does it. Yep. And you'll be able to utilize One the stop, app for that information. Yeah, yeah which absolutely. is a big deal. Especially when you're trying to get home to your kids and wife and dog and cat. Yeah, just trying to streamline the process, away. you know, for, yep. the, for the end consumer. Because sometimes that Sunday or Monday drive home after deer camp can be a little hectic if you've got a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff you got to drop mm-hmm. off. And, yeah, and you don't know where you're going, too, and you're trying to do this on your phone and yeah. maybe you don't have reception where you're at. So then you get in the area and you're like, ah, fuck it. You yep, know, like, absolutely. Yeah. And then you race through something and you're like, yeah, give me 80 pounds of bologna for no reason. And right. It just seems, you know, kind of flying by the seat of your pants. So, okay, so, and, and these are good choices. Is this real data that I'm looking at, or these are, are these assumptions? Uh, that I think kind it's of made? kind of an assumed. Because you guys have some good, like, smoked honey jerky. 
uh, pepper jack sticks. That sounds great too. Yeah, that all sounds very good. God dang! See, it's, I can't have frozen pizza so, for dinner. As you no kidding. As you can see in the top right corner here, we've got this kind of utilization bar that's going. Okay. So it's letting you know where you're at too, because you're going to be using the slider bar to the configurator to make all your choices on everything. So yeah, if you get like a hundred pounds of smoked honey jerky, yep. you know, suddenly you're utilizing all your deer and you're like, well, I want this and that too. Well, yep, you you have to balance this out, right? You can't, there's only so much meat on the animal. Right. And that's the benefit of the estimated weight because you don't get that now. Typically, you're, you know, maybe you can ask them, they'll like, you ah, get the box in there and go, oh, this is it. Two, two packs of sticks. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I should have started with that because I wanted five. Right. Making my order yesterday was kind of like, oh, give me a third of this, a third of that, and a third of that. And that should work, right? For, yep. for your process yep. stuff. So now you'll be able to Kind of get a better idea. I mean, nothing's going to be perfect. Every animal's different, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's going to get you a ballpark idea of what's actually going on. Um, and then we've also got an order estimate going on the side. So you're going to get some real-time pricing versus just... Stinging out, like, as we're going. It's, yep. I'm sliding the slider, and it's going to recalculate and can reconfigure the total estimated price here. Yeah, absolutely. It's so like, well, okay, maybe, you know what, I don't want that much uh, right. honey jerky. Like, exactly. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't want that. But, the, like, some... Some butchers have minimums, too. Like, no, if you're yes. going to get this, you have to get at least this many pounds of it. Right. Kind of like, no, if you're at the convenience gas station, you need to go buy something else because we're not going to pay that processing fee right. for your exactly. stick of gum. So we'll, we'll have all that listed, you know, minimum orders. Um, all that information will be there as if you were standing in front of the butcher. Just sure. none of the stress of... It's not a horsepower on the back end of this thing. Yes, very much so. I mean, seriously, there's a lot going on here. Yeah, it's it's... If nothing else, this is just really convenient. You know, that's the big thing. And we want to build convenience both ways. Obviously, we want to be convenient for the consumer, but we need processors to work with us. So we don't want to make it not convenient for them. We're we're really trying to streamline the business end of it as well for them, whether that be generating more business or just kind of optimizing that back office. Exactly. They can do more, which Uh, would generate more. Right. It frees up more space. Yeah. I've never filled out a piece of technical information to order a deer ever in my life. It's always some piece of paper that's probably carbon copied. And oh, and by the way, like, don't lose the paper. Yes, 100%. Because, holy shit, if you lose the paper, boy, uh-oh. You're in and, bad and they even tell you, like, do not lose it. So, like, mine's in my center console, my truck, and, like... Yeah, mine tends to live there, Someone robs me in my truck right now. <laughs> I, like, I'm going to be more pissed about the fact that I'm not getting my venison right now. Right. Than uh, the fact that my truck's gone. So, yeah, you'll once your order's wrapped up, you'll get an email. And it's going to have all your information there. That email's going to have a QR code. And again, as we progress here, but and they're going to have the tools that they need to deal with that QR code. As as your order is generated, mm-hmm. a label is being printed out on their end. So you get there, they scan the QR code, pull your label, stick it on your deer, and it's off. Wow, so it's no so more it's better tracking than yeah, whatever piece of paper they're using. Yeah, and they won't be. Which is just like a deer number they put on that ear or something. Or yeah, exactly. So those tags are already going there anyway, mm-hmm. so they know whose is whose. So why not have it be this where you can actually. And it can all be automated. A yep. simple scan at the end of it can send that email and do everything like that. So okay. you, you don't have somebody manning phones for, mm. you know, two weeks after. Excuse me, what is happening? Ah, today is my first day back to work. Yeah, mine as well. <laughs> yeah. So Long day. We're in similar boats. Yeah, here. very much so. Oh, that's weird. So Facebook says we're not live. Really? That's confusing. That seems like it's working. Um, that's interesting. Let me just switch gears here for two seconds. Let me uh, check on mine as well. It's like it's live. Yeah, Dad, that's a good point. Take a picture of the order. I should have done that. I think I actually intended it, but I didn't. So we got a couple comments coming in here too. Um, 
Yeah, so it's my co-host, Greg, who's telling us that we're having technical problems. But, yeah, it's showing uh, up live at least Yeah, Greg, version. maybe it's your Facebook. I think we're it's looking okay on this end here. So, Although I wouldn't be surprised because, you know, I uh, jokingly always state that it's not a podcast unless you have a technical issue. Oh, definitely. Because that's just how it goes, especially <laughs> when you're podcasting with me. Um, okay, we'll go back to the browser view, and let's go back here. So, yeah. you know, for those that are listening in, you know, we're talking about this meat utilization um, kind of gauge. It tells you how much of your meat is being consumed by your order based on the types of cuts that you want, whether that's ground, steak, specialty meats, et cetera. So you're going to do cuts and then specialties first. Okay. And then whatever's left over, you can just, like, turn it into ground. And that's that's this last page here, obviously. Okay. So you just do general ground. And then this is, this is what they ask you anyways, right? Like, yeah. Do you want it mixed with pork? Do you want it mixed with some beef? Like, what do you, do you want it mixed yep. with anything? Right. Absolutely. So it just kind of wraps up the rest of it, and it it helps too because you don't need you don't always know like how much how much ground do I actually want? What am I going to use this for? It'd be nice to just be like, well, whatever's left over after I get what yes. I you know the, the prime stuff that you're looking for. Yep. So it just kind of rolls it all together. You get a, a total again there, and then you're you're at 100% utilization. So cool. your, your first year is done. That's not that complicated. It's really not. So it's going to be very user friendly. Some steps have to be there. And I'm sure there'll be iterations on this. Yeah. To get course. some real data pouring in and some users commenting on things. Yep. But I mean, it seems like you guys have really done a good job of thinking through everything. Yeah. How did you, what was that process like to think through this stuff? You just, a lot you of really conversations, just, you know, ideate on everyone talking about it, yep. you know, comparing it to other things. Like, how does this work? How does that work? You know, Aesthetically pleasing was a big thing. You don't mm-hmm. want something that looks like total crap as you're trying to go through it because sure. you want to build some confidence in it right There's away. There's a lot of credibility in that. And then just super user-friendly. You don't want something that's going to be difficult. I mean, just kind of pan through it and all with the swipe of a thumb, you're Take ordering. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot of conversations, a lot of back and forth, bouncing ideas, and a lot of late nights with a glass of whiskey <laughs> in one hand and a pad of paper in the other, basically. Hey, man, I mean, like, you guys did a good job if that's how you're doing it. Um. Okay, so then next, what do we got here? Order review, yep, right? Just general review of the order, what you all got. You know, make sure you give it the final okay, kind of that final total. Again, obviously, some estimates there is, as weight fluctuates, and that's all going to be worded properly in there. Okay. So you, you understand that you're not just like, well, I, I ordered 60 pounds of this, and then it, it turns into something sure. this year. So. Do you have, um, it looks like we do, so I was going to ask a preemptive question. but So then here's your QR, QR code that we talked about. Yep, so we're all done. You get this right on the app. You get an email of it, and you'll also get a text confirming the order. Okay. Very cool. And then as this is all wrapped up and you've completed ordering, or mm-hmm. you, sorry, the processing is completed, you'll get an email and a text right away saying, hey, your deer's done. Um, I know in years past we've had, yeah, this thing will be done on Tuesday. And then all of a sudden it's Friday and you're still calling. And it's like, oh, yeah, we haven't got to it yet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this kind of just takes the guesswork out of it. And then we're back to page one here. So we've, we've done so a processor search. The fascinating thing about what I, so where I was going to go with this is I thought page one was actually the last page, which would be, can we just click directions to and open up my. You can do that right now. Right. Okay. If, if you, yes, like I so want directions to this processor then, right? Absolutely. If I'm coming from the woods to this processor, it'd be great if it just popped up my mapping. Right down there at the bottom. As so let's take a look. Here we go. So just direct, I believe. View and menu. Do, 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 do. Uh, or right, sorry, right in here. There it is. Directions. Look at that. So, so you, this, I mean, you guys have thought of so many good things already. Yeah. You know, we, what am I doing here? We really want to take. <laughs> yeah. We really want to take the just any guesswork out of it, right? So you just open your app, and all you need to do is drive there and drop this thing off. That's freaking great. 
And and then you get more time to look at all the other deer, right? Yeah, absolutely. You can have those fun conversations and all that, you know. Cool. You look at all the guys standing in line, like, what the hell are you doing over there? Yeah, get on done. board already. If I can go to Panera, like, oh, I've already ordered my food. It's already done. Yep, exactly. I did it on my app before I even got here, and it's all set. Exactly. So that is that is coming. Uh, we're looking at fall 2020, early fall 2020. Yeah, we have your timeline here serendipitously. So, like, right now we have winter 2019. We're kind of encroaching on it now. Yep. Right, so uh, it says on the site, we offer landing pages, website development, and marketing assistance for meat processors, initial app development in progress with tweaks based on customer feedback. So, look, if, if you're on the site and you're someone that's a hunter that's using this, this is, is there a good way for people to submit their feedback currently? Yeah, absolutely. So, top right corner, we've got our email posted right there. Okay, so inquire at fieldofreezer.com. Yeah, so if you've got... If you've searched through and you see a processor that's not on there, mm-hmm. or you are a processor that's not on our database, please reach out to us. We'd be happy to enter that information in or reach out to that processor and you know, get all their information on there. Have you had any that you've listed that may have been looking like meat processors, but maybe don't do deer or things like that? There were some, yep. So our initial database, I want to say, was like 2,800 processors. Okay. Um, and then we've kind of gone through, and there's a couple doubles in there and some guys that are just general like butcher shops but don't do deer. So we've gone through, we've cleaned all that up. Um, That was quite a process. Um, A lot of that cleansing of the data. Yeah, 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 that was a lot of late nights for Matt. That's for sure. Uh, I don't resent that at all. No. (laughs) So all cleaned up, um, and everything that you see in our current database, they do deer processing. Okay. So I think right now we're at 1,531 processors nationwide. How many of that got a footprint here in Wisconsin percentage-wise? Ooh. That's a question. Right yeah, there. that's a good question. So here we go. Now I got you. I'll tell you what, I bet you if you go to our website right now and do a search for Wisconsin deer processors, you Ooh. can see that laundry list. There we go. Let's take a look. We'll go to the browser here so people can see. So let's go up to the top, right? Oh, yep. scroll down just a little bit. You're right in here. So just type in Wisconsin. All right. Uh, so if you're if you're listening, what I'm doing right now, I'm at fieldfreezer.com. And right on their home page, I can type in, you know, searching for a processor, type in Wisconsin, we're going to look for white-tailed deer, sure. Yep. I don't know their name, so I'm not going to put that in there. Right. And then I'm just going to click search, right? Yep. So I do that, and now I get a whole crap ton yep. in Wisconsin. So if I go back and I don't enter in a criteria, and I just do an open search. You'll get nationwide. Um, let's see what that looks like. Well, I guess that would have been a way to do it anyways, because now I can kind of get a sensor. My guess is you guys have more in Wisconsin than elsewhere, or I maybe that's just how the world so. works. I think Texas is probably in the lead right now, and well, I guess unfortunately there's an East there. Coast state that I can't remember which exactly it is that has. Is it Connecticut? It might be actually. They, we know some boys over there. Oh yeah, wow, you guys have been busy. Yes, a lot of information. Holy here. shit! Control zoom. Here we go. My gosh. Yeah. Someone entered all these in. Someone. Yes. People. Yes. A lot of a lot of data entry. Um, it, it's significant amount of information, but so we have a bunch of friends. The East Coast Boning Podcast fellows are in Connecticut here. Sure. So if they get a if they get a whiff of this, they're going to have fun with you guys. Excellent. Um, and it's not it's Coventry, Connecticut. I always thought they were saying Coventry. Oh sure. It's Coven Coventry, as the old folks say it. I <laughs> okay. guess. My my mind's come back to me. Look at this, guys. This is this is insane. Yeah. Don't forget Alaska. We got some up there too. Oh my gosh, sure. I haven't zoomed out that far yet. So if you're moose hunting up in Alaska, look at that. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. And so that's just basically the US. Yes. So just the US right now. Um I think we've had some interest from some Canadian companies. Um I have a lot of users for the app. 
yep. the word to hunt app in Canada and Australia. Really? Right. That's, that's what good I said. to know. I was like, wow. So it's literally U.S. then Canada and Australia. Wow, that's fantastic. So as far as like countries are concerned. Yeah, baby steps right now. I mean. Yeah, you, you know, this is incredible. One guys. country at a time. Okay. So, nice. No, but yeah, a lot of lot of data there, and then um, obviously this is just the search tool. So mm-hmm. let's. This is what you can utilize right now from your phone, from your mobile app. Got it. So let's let's do a more refined search here. Let's yeah, look for something we'll in the here. Waukesha area. All right, let's do that. So we'll do uh, Waukesha. Yep. And then do I have to put in Wisconsin too? Then? It helps because uh, there is it. Do I have to do it with the comma? We'll, oh no, just WI would have been fine. All right. Um, it typically finds what's closest and what makes the most sense, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I think our range on this is right around 100 miles, 85 miles, something like that. Sure. Because okay. obviously. We do some traveling when we hunt, so you like to know what's what's where. What else is around? Because it might be in route or something. Yeah, so you can just pick any generic one of these on the left here. I have a feeling I know who this is going to be. Uh, Roberts. So I used to take my deer to Roberts. Perfect. That's where this question came from because they stopped doing deer processing at one point. Really? But before they had, they were one of my favorite processors. Their stuff was so good. Hmm. And then somewhere in there, they stopped doing it, and then I never revisited to see sure. if they ever picked it back up again. Yeah, so right now, um, you, if you click on the name, you'll get a map, contact okay. information, um, their address, which is nice, but you shouldn't need it because if you just click that Get Directions right there... It'll take me to yep, a map. It'll open this up. And then if you're on the mobile version, it will automatically open your Maps okay. app, and you'll just get that direction. So right now, it wants to just take me to their website, but at some point, it sounds like there's going to be more information baked into their profile within your site. Yep. Okay. So once this all kind of gets up and running the way we want it to, you will be able to fully order from their, you know... Their, their page right here. They'll, they'll have an individual landing page in theory, which they already do, yeah. um, but just a bunch just more very information. Very generic right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. Fascinating. I'm just going to visit the, the comment section here and see if we have any questions coming in. I'll see yeah, any. Maybe there's one here. So cool deal, uh, Michael. And then Steve, geez, I joined late. <laughs> uh, no, not a joint venture. Just, um, you know, we're close in proximity geographically, so it made a lot of sense for us to jump on and chat yeah. about it. And it's something that I think you know I can get on board with for sure. As far as just a user, I would love to Excellent. use this, right? And I don't know, it's an exciting idea. You guys are in a great spot right now. Yeah. So I'm excited to just be a part of the conversation early on because in my mind, I see five, ten, fifteen years from now, you guys are like it, right? We hope. And I'm like, you guys are like, well, yeah, where hunt was our first podcast? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, it's funny you say it. So due to the size of this website and all the information on it, um, a lot of times now we're seeing that if you're doing generic Google searches of like game processors near me. Yeah. We're, we're popping up as one of those potential searches. You already right kind away. of started yeah. to. So that, that's going to increase more as more and more information gets loaded into Google. Again, we're like five days old as a website. Yeah. So really trying, you know, there's a ton of information there. That's funny. Um, but yeah. Five you know, days young. Yeah, exactly. And the season is just getting started. So at some point you're going to have to catalog like which state has what in season when, when are their kickoffs, yep. when is their bull, when Absolutely. is their gun, and start to catalog all of that stuff yep. so you know when, yeah. A whole lot more data to still be gathered on this one. Oh, and then obviously, the you know, we got to get, because yep. while we have this database of 1,500 processors, we got to get them on board with this stuff. And, yeah. then, you know, we've had some really good feedback from quite a few people. What about, um, you know, not, not that I want to air everything out here in, in live format, but like there's a, so my friend Joel, the one I talked about, he used, uh, I, I would maybe call him a freelance butcher. Mm-hmm. Right, so like fifty bucks. He's like, dude, I'll have it done, and I'll, I'll have it to you tomorrow. Sure. I was like, holy shit, what? That's great. Fifty bucks cash. <laughs> you have it done tomorrow? Yeah. It was like, no, I actually got it done tonight. So here you go. I was like, who is this guy? Wow, that's incredible. Right. And so like, if there's a network for guys that maybe want to earn a little bit of side income if they're into doing that, yeah. or something, but maybe there's some 
I don't know what type of food laws exist for processing right. with that, but it's kind of the Wild West a little it, bit with your processing. It definitely so, is. I mean, there, there's definitely some regulation behind it all. I, that's not an avenue that we've explored at all yet. Yep. But I don't even know if that's a thing or not, but I yeah. just know I've heard of like that one instance. Right. No, we probably have to check the legality on a couple things mm-hmm. there. But I mean, I, I think we're open to all avenues. Yep. Um, so we, we'd be willing to have those conversations. If, There's a lot of guys like that with taxidermy, right? Like yes. they'll be subcontracted to do a deer. Very um, much so. But there are some laws in there too. You can't go directly to those subcontracted guys. I think I did a Google search for taxidermists last year, and I got everyone from like a picture of a guy's garage to like some giant like we only Place. do taxidermy. Yeah. So. Yeah, a little all over the board there. Yeah, interesting. Um, Something to be mindful of, huh? Yeah, definitely. And we find that a lot of these game processors, even of these whole legitimate companies, their online presence is nothing. Yeah, it's not. So, and and some of them would argue they don't need it, you know, just because... Absolutely. I understand. They'll take what they can get, and they're good to go. Right, yeah. I mean, for a lot it's of supplementary them, income. this is like the busiest nine days of the year right now. Yep. Um, And it, it seems like it could bring on more, but... As much as we would love to say that we're going to be able to develop new business, if that's something that you want to do, and we absolutely will be able to do that. The other thing is just just cleaning the whole thing up, you know, having some mm-hmm. data on who your previous customers are. Um, I mean, look at Uber. They didn't bring more business to cabs. They just made a, a better customer experience. Absolutely. And look what that did. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So people who haven't used you before might bring you that deer because of our app and then use you for their other butchering needs or if they mm-hmm. just want to. Yeah, because you might gain a customer for life, right? Like I want, like we talked about this before, is bringing in the other cuts later on in the in the year. Yeah. Um, well after the fact, so you could do some more interesting, fun things with your with your meat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if I have an app that I know I can go to to kind of spark some ideas and there's recipes and yeah. things like that that you maybe you guys are toting, like, hey, if you haven't tried bacon wrap jalapeno, whatever, right. with venison bacon, like, here's some processes that make really good medicine bacon. Well, and if a processor changes the way that they're going to do drop-offs or maybe their operating hours or they, they put in that, you know, cold storage or something like that for the bow hunters, they're going to have this database of former users that they're not going to be able to maybe send a mailing list out to or yep. an email or just update them in some way versus mm-hmm. a sign on the front hey, door. Hey, then six months of your processor year, you got any meat left? Maybe, you know, you want to come get it, da-da-da, uh, whatever. So yeah, absolutely. Who do we got here? March 19th. So this is someone we know. Jack Daniels, Water Turkey, Wisconsin. <laughs> hey, you're live on the Word Hunt Podcast. Who do we got? You're live on the Word Hunt Podcast. Yeah, I thought that was you because it says Greg. This is Greg Tubbs, <laughs> our co-host. How's it going, Greg? sitting in his seat today. Good, man. What's How are up, you? Buddy? Do we fix our technical Nothing. issues I just thought of a question. I just thought of a question. You're you're right. you're putting out all sorts of cool information about where to find a guy to butcher the deer. What yep. about taxidermy? Have you thought about that? Have you thought it about been, maybe? Have you? Yes. W- without saying anything too hard right now, <laughs> right. We, we don't want to put ourselves in the corner. Sure. It has definitely been talked about and is is something that is being looked at much more seriously. So cool. If all goes well, that's definitely an avenue we would like to explore in the future. Perfect. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Talk, about, talk about your one-stop shop, right? Right. That's that's the hope, right? And even if a one-stop shop from your phone, as long as you can then plot out your course, yeah, it makes it a lot easier on the brain to like not have to think of the logistics of it. Absolutely. Right. And a lot of times, if we're at work, we miss the call from the processor. Yeah, I missed it today. Right. So now you're going to get that email. I'm like, hey, check that out. I got to go pick this thing up. They didn't leave me a voicemail. At least I don't think they did. No, I'm checking. No voicemail. Yeah, I think I got a call from the meat processor already, but I uh, tried to call back and their line was busy and busy and busy. I was like, wow, I've never even heard a 
freaking dial busy tone in the year of 2019 yet. So I'll tell you what, I actually just got a text here. We are currently constructing a taxidermy database. Well, you are. So, yeah. Is Matt watching in? Matt Please. is watching in. So what's up, Matt? We got to get you to call in too. So yeah, that's that's actually how your tours come along there, big boy. <laughs> well, you know they're they're getting there. Well, I didn't make dinner tonight because of you, so I didn't get to fucking eat. What? Don't no, don't put that shit on me. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Man, well, you're buddied up to your bottle of scotch there pretty nicely, though. It's just the activity. I just got to have something to do, so I do little tiny pours. Okay, a little tiny. And now I crack a beer because I don't want to keep going on the scotch. That is definitely an important. important I did get part of... I did get a new bottle uh, because the other one, like I think I'm gonna enjoy it still, but it was you had it with me. It was a, uh, it's got a very distinct flavor. It does, but it is it is damn good. Whiskey, yeah, sure. it, yeah, it wasn't cheap, that's for sure. So it's good, but you gotta like it. There's another no, there's another scotch that's on the opposite spectrum of that smoky flavor. It's like a fruity flavor. Sure, that that's ain't the funny it. part about whiskey because I've had. Very expensive bottles. It's like, oh gosh, this is horrible. And then sometimes you stumble into like that thirty dollar mm-hmm. bottle. You're like, man, this is this is good. Stuff. This is I, this is drinkable. That's yeah. what is good about Some it. Some of the Absolutely. cheap stuff isn't all that bad. Yeah, no, like the Bush beer, huh? There you go. I learned that. Uh, I actually think I do now like Bush Light better than Spotted Cow. Really? So we went to Spotted Cow's kind of filling. It was too filling, it and this stuff filling. goes down like you know, it's like water. It's so drinkable that I was I had the Spotted Cow. I was like, you know what? I can't even finish it. <laughs> I just can't. There's no room. I'm like, give me my bush light. It's a flavorful but heavy beer. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, that was a good question, well, Greg. Anyway. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You're not even well, you're still you doing go. your job. Yeah, I oh, did my great. job for the night, you know, because I say a lot on the show the way it is. Hey, you say the best things. You only say what counts. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'll let you be. All right. Have a good night, We'll talk fellas. to you soon. We'll talk to right, you. Yep. Bye. Bye. So we do. Look at this. So uh, we got the founder of uh, Field of Freezer, Matt McCoy, on the line. What's up? Hi, guys. How's it going? Good. Good. We're just shooting the breeze over here talking about uh, your awesome product. Oh, thank you. Well, you guys are doing a great job of it. So um, I just thought I'd call in and and you were talking about scotch and things like that. So you inspired me to Drink a little bourbon. Um, bourbon tonight. We'll do a little bib and tucker, yeah. I think. So uh, my scotch spirit. flies a little bit low. So, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I, I certainly appreciate your time, and uh, we love uh, where to hunt, and we're so happy to be partnering with you on advertising and things. And we're a little bit slow on getting our um, ads up and things like that, but we're happy to feature you on our site and things. And um, we're just really excited by the by the momentum and um, I missed the first part of sh- the show. I had a, um, a meeting with um, somebody through uh, G beta, the uh, startup incubator that um, we got into. Um, there were uh, 50 companies that applied for it and uh, five wound up getting into it. And we were one of the five. So we were, <clears throat> pardon me, pretty, um, pretty proud of that, but um, there's been a lot of interest and um you know, we've we've been in uh, three newspaper articles, and then we're on Channel 6, um, Fox 6 Milwaukee on Saturday, and then uh, Channel 4 WTMJ um, tonight at uh, 10 o'clock. So um, definitely a lot oh, of interest. But yeah, so, <laughs> so we'll all be able to catch that one. So, um, But uh, one of the things um, in respect to our database, what 
people see right now is a fairly limited set of uh, features. Um, as we work with more and more meat processors, we're going to be building out um, a lot of the metadata around each of the processors. And um, I think Devin touched on a bit of this, but you know, chronic wasting disease is a, a big issue now, or at least the fact that um, you know there's legislation and regulations and things that are uh, coming into play with it um, in different states. Um, you know, that's going to affect people's abilities to get meat processed. So kind of as we went through and looked at different processors, um, you know, there's, there's some processors that say, hey, I'm not going to do um, deer anymore at all. There's other ones that say, um, you know, we'll do processing, but you've got to basically get your deer butchered first and bring your meat to us in uh, Ziploc bags. And then, um, uh, you know, then there's other ones that, say, you know, we'll do your processing, but we want your animals quartered and things. So, you know, there there may be extensions to this where, you sure. know, we look That's at know. Um, connect, connecting people to uh, to butchers as well as meat processors if they're not doing, you know, both aspects of things. And then um, CWD testing, too, that's another, you know, another uh, challenge as well. So, you know, potentially some avenues for that. So, well, even the dumpster I think that you were the, talking about, too, like yeah. that's uh, – calling those things out too, or can I dump this carcass and things like that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, dump sites, test sites for your mm -hmm. CWD, all that stuff. I mean, yes, you guys definitely got your war cut out for you. There's no shortage of things that you can be doing, and it's understandable that you're not going to cover everything out of the gate. You know, you got to really prioritize right. where to spend your time and focusing, which it seems like you've done a really good job of up to this point. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting because, you know, um, things have come out of the woodwork since we launched and things. And, you know, a lot of people have different ideas and different needs and things. So while we are focusing on deer hunting, um, we want to look toward uh, boar and things down south. Um, we've even got some sort of different uh, types of suggestions as well as adding in um, uh, companies that process uh, fish and things. So some of those deep sea fishing oh, cool. and things. Yeah. Are, People, um, you know, people go halibut fishing, and they okay, especially up in Alaska, yeah. halibut are giant. Yeah, so, yeah, um, you know, people that do shipping. So, what processors are out there that'll ship from one location to another and things? So, you know, it's it's a lot more than just a Google search. So, you know, dismissers might say, "Well, I can I can just Google something." Well, you know, Google's a pretty generic search, and um, you know, and second of all. They're, they don't have all of the content that we have, and they're not going to have all of the metadata in a way that hunters are, are looking for it and looking to find it. You're but, them. you know, most, yeah. Im most importantly, as, as we get um, meat processors on board and we start looking at, um, you know, adopting uh, some of these ordering processes and configurators that help people get the most out of their animals when they're processed between the butchered products as well as the processed meats, that's where a lot of the power and efficiency is going to be as well. So, you know, we we feel that by having um, Field to Freezer launched now, it'll begin to provide a, you know, valuable resource for, um, you know, for hunters um, all around the country. It's exciting. You must be jacked and tired. <laughs> I'm really time. tired. <laughs> Did you have any excited. Did you get outside over the weekend to, to or what? Did you get to put any blaze on? Yeah. Um yeah, I did actually. Um I got uh and shot a um a small I mean smallish sort of doe, but um I was happy. We we hunt near um Wapaka and uh didn't really see as much as we usually do, but you know, it's 
it's um, you know meat in the freezer, so to speak, and things. And um, it was a nice Good gear and a, a a nice clean shot and everything. So I was I was real happy with with that. But you know, it's always a blessing to be able to harvest an animal, and you know, we're thankful for what God provides for us and things. And um, you know, and it, and obviously the fellowship is an important thing too. So. Uh, second weekend, uh, we generally go up to Vilas County, and, you know, the deer are, are pretty scarce up, you know, northern Wisconsin area and things, and, yeah, um, you know, we... Um, that's a good excuse for some uh, bourbon drinking and eating at some supper clubs and uh, looking at the stars and smoking cigars after the uh, hunt is over. So, you know, <laughs> we probably, while we generally go out two days for that, um, you know, by the second day our, our blaze orange smells like cigars, so it probably isn't going to be real helpful for <laughs> We're not helping our own cause, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> gun hunting is a very but, um, different uh, flavor than than like you know bow hunting. I yeah, think. so that's what it's to oh, me. Yeah. There's more of that than the hunt, but you know traditions. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah I think one. you know that that fellowship and you know kind of touching base with people that you know we might only get a chance as a group to talk you know in depth you know once a year and everything. I mean, you can't really trade that for anything and just some some fresh air other than a little cigar smoke here and there and stuff, you know, it's, <laughs> it's a, it's a blessing to be out there. So, you know, so we're excited about second weekend and we have a, a really great um, hunting group. Um, my friend Mark Coles and his family um, have been gracious for many years have allowed us to hunt kind of in um, on their family uh, parcels and things, which is outside of Simcoe and uh, up by Manawa and Wyawega and Wapaka up in that area. And, God, you know, I didn't, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I had never, um, harvested a deer before going up um with them and you know um in northern wisconsin and things and you know so he invited us uh to his land and you know i've been pretty successful there over over the years and things and you know it's kind of a, a credit to him because had i never got the invitation to his land i don't know that i ever would have um you know started deer hunting so you know it's nice to have you know friends and things like that and you know they're just good good people too so first weekend we got some you know some good fellowship there as well so cool. just shout out to them yeah, absolutely it's awesome well good <laughs> any any um anything so we'll ra- we'll wrap up here fairly soon um yeah are there any like anything that we missed or didn't cover that like we need to be sure to mention for the listeners as a last thought um, I know we talked um, about the calendar of upcoming things that were, you know, maybe to be expected. The big thing is if, if oh, you're yeah. a, a listener right now and you, you know of a processor and you can't find them on our, our database or you, you are a processor and you're interested in reaching out, please feel free to do so. Absolutely reach out. We'd be happy to share information back and forth with you and kind of kind of get into talks about where this can progress to from there. Yeah, we're looking for some early adopters and, um, you know, looking for ways to streamline, um, you know, processors, businesses and things. And I'm very happy to help in any of those areas, whether it's simply getting an online presence set up to, um, you know, to processors that want to look at a full, um, you know, uh, streamlined ordering process and things. Um, You know, the early adopters are going to get um, more input into some of the nuances of the application as we as we finish it up and um, you know and we can be um, say very um, sharp pencil you know estimates on 
prices and things just to get people on board. So, you know, we're happy to have those conversations. We know everybody's very busy right now. So um, we'll be reaching out to a lot of processors, um, you know, mid-December-ish and, you know, into um, 2020, you know, early in the year and things. But we'd love to talk with you, um, you know, as soon as you're, you've got time to. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. Well, congratulations, guys, on such a seemingly successful launch. Thank you. Um, you know, the awareness is, is hopefully getting out to the folks that we hope that this show helps a little bit with that. You know, it's no Fox Nix or, or TMJ, but it's it's a fraction of the right audience for oh, sure. We, we so, deeply appreciate you having us. Yeah, on. it's it's been fun. Yeah, and it's, it's a great way to get feedback immediately from people. So that's it's yeah. been great. Yeah, right, Greg. I yeah, we're the yeah. work on it. Yeah, excited for you as well, Eric, you know, uh, with Where to App, the Where to Hunt app, and, um, you know, thank you. Uh, looking forward to continuing our, our conversations and things, too. So um, thanks a lot for your consideration. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, you know, with that, you know, I think uh, there's no other calls in the queue or anything. So I'm going to end the live broadcast. And, uh, Matt, if you want to hang out for just a second, we can chat with you offline here. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds good. All right. And Devin, thanks again so much for absolutely. coming Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's been great. Tip of the week. Boom, you made it. First time listeners, I'm very sorry you made it this far. Everybody else, just a glutton for, for punishment. No, no, thanks everybody for making it this far. If you have, um, whatever, I say thank you a lot. I, I just, I'm very thankful. What a great time of the year to be thankful. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Again, tip of the week this week is um, related back to the episode we did on October 22nd. So about a month ago, we did an episode about chronic wasting disease with Mitch Baker. And um, he's really close with Doug Durham. And they talked about the uh, you know dumping stations for, for your carcass and things like that. But additionally, uh, I guess the tip is get your deer tested. And so if you just go to Google to start and you type in Wisconsin CWD testing stations, um, the first link is going to take you to the DNR website. If you click on that, uh, it says find CWD sampling registration in deer. Um, Actually, that's not the first link. That's the second link. The first link will take you to sampling for chronic wasting disease. And it's going to give you like... I don't know what's called an iframe of kind of a map of Wisconsin. Um, but if you click on sampling station or self-service kiosks, uh, you can get a little bit more granular with your search. You can search via county, location type. Do you want to do this with assistance, the self-service, uh, by appointment only, dumpster for deer carcass waste? I'll show you that too. Landfills that accept your carcass waste. So if you just want to throw your deer in the trash and make sure it gets to the right landfill, um, you know, they're going to give you all of these options to search all of these different criteria. So, um, you know, I didn't harvest a deer, but my buddy is nice enough to share some of his deer meat with me. And since I'm feeding my family with that deer, we are, I'm going to get it tested. So I'm going to actually be the one to do the testing. So I have the skull or the head and, um, I'm going to take that to a, a testing station, Waukesha County this week when I have a second. So that's the tip of the week this week, you know, I, I talked to all these different guests. I interviewed these different people. I learned all these new things. And, uh, you know, I'd be remiss if I had someone on like that, learned something so valuable, and then didn't do something about it. So that's my tip of the week this week. Um, if you get a deer, get it tested. That's it. And, and I don't think it's too complicated. If you do a quick Google search, you're going to find that it should be pretty easy. 
um, the only logistical challenge is you got to make maybe a, a secondary stop. So, um, but I think it's important to give them that data and information so we can try to solve this problem. And then you know what you're eating too. So I just want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, hey, Logan, can you say happy Thanksgiving? Happy Thanksgiving. Say happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. What does the turkey say? Gobble. What does it say? Gobble. Good job. Yeah. <laughs>